Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Kirk, and we are in studio this week, live with my buddy here, Graham K. Um, I Ooh. think this is the first one we've done in person, and I'm gonna. I feels like this year. Yeah, in a long time. Um, I think last time we were doing it in person, it was summer, and it was at your apartment, and we. I remember maybe it, it was hot. Oh yeah, because we were filming them. We, we were had those filming, lights, and the lights were so hot. Yeah, and I had the ACs going the whole time, but then we turned them off of the podcast because we're professionals. That's right. And it quickly got very, very hot. But we are back. You are in New York. I'm in New York. This we're might be the last time we do it in your apartment too. That's right. We're in my apartment. Um, my girlfriend's moved in. Everything is great. Um, you know, there's a cat now. Suddenly, cat. mysteriously appeared. Every time a girl moves in, a cat moves in. Every time a girl, <laughs> I move in with a girl. It also, I require a cat. <laughs> I think you secretly love the cats. Ambivalent about me, but I want to kiss it. Um, is it the girlfriend or the cat? Both. Both. Um, but yeah, it's good to see you, buddy. You look well. It's good to be back in New York. I miss it a lot. Uh, Kirk told me off air that he saved a man from drowning in Mexico. It's true. And I was super rude to him and yelled at him a Before, little bit. Before, not after. Before I realized what yeah. was happening. Yeah. I just thought he was some random guy yelling at me on my day off. And I'm like, what do you want? You know when random guys yell at you on your day off? It happens. When they know it's your day off? <laughs> uh, but that's, you're a hero. Good for you. Uh, I don't know if you can call it a hero if the guy only weighs 135 pounds, but it was a very interesting experience. I think it's he's still a person. I just say he's, even a, little, though he's he, a little person. He doesn't work out. <laughs> he's still a human being. Um, I'm, it was a great. very weird feeling. I imagine. Did yeah. it feel good? It was very anticlimactic, I bet. considering that you changed his life and then he forgot to say thank you. But anyway, Kirk is on these cruises all the time, Too partly much. so he can... Um, Save drowning people? Well, <laughs> visit his son who has autism, who lives in Sweden, um, and spend quality time with him and take care of him financially. Uh, I have a brother who has autism. This is the Comedian's Guide to Autism. Um... And you were talking to your son earlier on today, right? Yeah, we had a nice call. I had to go to the old Dr. Ruski today to get some uh, routine checkups. Dr. Ruth, did you say? Dr. Ruth. Ah. Ruski. Oh, Just, Ruski. Different. A Russian doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, flammable is inflammable. What a country. That's my favorite Simpsons, the, the Russian doctor. Mm-hmm. It's mixed up. But um, and we had a call. He called right then, 2 o'clock. East Coast time, that's when our call is. It's summer in Sweden, and it's every aide who calls now is like, it's so hot. How hot is it? 27 degrees, which is like 90, but it's not like it's not Saudi it's not Arabia. Even, it's 85. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. And, and Sweden is not humid. It's yeah. very dry. So it's yeah. like, it's okay. You know, it's <laughs> they just want you to know that they don't live in an igloo all year. <laughs> it's like when I lived in Canada, people would do that. It's like it's hot out here, and you don't. Just so you know, we get summer too. That's what they're trying to say, and it's like uh, it's not really summer, okay? Just really, you know. I didn't think of that. You're trying to be cool too. You're, it's, you you live in hell for six months. <laughs> it's uh, not that New York humidity that wafes up with the smell of vomit and urine out here in the summer. It's woof. But uh, he's doing good. He After was uh, ten years. I've kind of. I like it <laughs> in a weird way. You know when you smell feet and it's kind of nice? Or like cheese when it's kind of nice? You know, it's cheese. Like okay, let's cheese and cheese. feet have the same smell, but when it's cheese, you're like, it's good. Whose you know? joke is that? Alex Nussbaum has a joke when you're in an elevator and somebody smells weird. And is, that, is, is that BO or is that a sandwich? Am yeah. I supposed to be into this or yeah. grossed out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's like. But I, I don't know. It just means 
I love summer. Growing up in Canada, I love summer. And I have not... Um, it's still exciting to me, even though it's have way longer here it? and hotter. I still have that childhood excitement. I'm trying to get over... I was in Alaska last week, which reminded me of Sweden. It's got that... That, you know, the sun doesn't really... The sun goes down at 10.30 and it's still bright and it's still... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that affect your son? Because he's so far north. Yeah, it's not great. I know you're telling me that when you were growing up, when he was growing up, uh, he had trouble with like full moons and stuff. Would yeah, affect still him. has trouble with full moons. We're still now, now that he's older, we started them when he turned uh, 19. We started on the non-habit forming sleep assistance. You know, he gives a little, little sleep help. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got blackout shades. We've got a few things that are like helpful. We try to, you know, trim his routine where the computer goes off at, I think he's in bed at, I want to say 8.30. Computer goes off at 9. Because if you just let him sit in the computer, he'll, he'll sit up for hours sometimes. Mm-hmm. Same. Just scrolling through those uh, Prince of Egypt videos in Turkish. Or he'll watch Prince of Egypt in different languages a lot. Hmm. And um, yeah, we had a nice call today. He, uh, they called me from the water. There's water everywhere in Sweden. The land of 10,000 lakes. And he had his little feet in the water. Oh. Huh. So I think he's doing good. Um, trying to plan a little summer trip to go see him. We're in what July tomorrow, so yeah, maybe next month. I, I gotta get my summer. Summer's almost half done. It's, it's July cr- tomorrow. It's crazy. I don't like it. It's not great. Spring just started. You yeah. know what? I'm moving to Los Angeles. <laughs> Which, Good idea. I am actually moving October first. You know what you need? A fancy new car. I know. Well, we talked off air for about an hour about his new car selection. Should he get something practical and smart or something fun? And if you know Graham, you know the direction he's going. <laughs> the new silver bullet. To our uh, OG listeners, our original gangster listeners, um, you remember the silver bullet. We would start every podcast talking about my car trouble. And how come it needed to get pushed started? <laughs> well... You know what? I just drove my car out to my daughter for my daughter to use. And you know what was in there? That you remember used to have a external charger that was like a yeah. battery? Yeah. It's sent in my car for five years. I've never used it. And now I threw it away. So I'm like, all right, five years. I'm never going to use this thing because I never needed it. My car starts. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't one day and you need that thing. <laughs> I need that. Yeah. How's Pete doing? Speaking of uh, non starter starters, Peter is doing great. I don't know what you meant by that. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, you, we talked about last week that he was like, we're, get, we're starting up again. We're going to get this economy going. He's going to get a job where he's, he's, he's looking. He's looking. Oh, yeah. Well, we were talking about that yesterday, and he's still waiting. For, they told he walked into his old job, and, and he asked for it back, and they said in the fall, and I think they were BSing him, and I don't... I remember this, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, and he's really... Um, got his hopes up about it, and I, you know, I was sort of just about yesterday. I was like, "Well, what about you know?" He was saying that his therapist says that he does too much laundry, and I was like, "Well, what if you get a job at a laundromat?" And I, I, I posited this before to him. I brought that idea up to you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and he he was like, "I uh, I don't want to do other people's laundry." And I'm, <laughs> I said, "Look, man." You got to work. Yeah, we a don't job's get to a job. It's called. That's what we call it work. Uh, you know, it's 
I mean, it's rich two comedians telling telling saying that. I mean, but you know, it's still yeah, two comedians. I got to get on the. I'm going back to the get on a cruise ship again. Forty weeks a year is not my preference in the no. world's the third world navy I'm working on. Yeah. So yeah, the Filipino navy, <laughs> the world's drunkest navy. Or They're the hard navy. workers. Uh, Honduras navy. But anyway, they anyway. So look, uh. He's. I'm just saying. Part bored. of everybody's job is there's parts that they don't like. He's bored. I have to talk to him every day for 20 minutes. I'm bored of talking to him every day for 20 minutes. Um. But it is what it is. Oh, my friends from high school took him out for pizza and beer. Boston pizza. Uh, no good memory though. They went to another one. They they refused to go to Boston pizza. <laughs> They took him to like a, a which is a Canadian place. chain, which always blows my mind. It's so funny. Continue. Yeah, it is. It is a weird thing about Canada that one of our national chains is called Boston Pizza. Why not call it Napolitano Pizza? Or yeah, Sicilian or New York pizza. pizza, or even New York Pizza. I feel like there's a trademark problem with New York Pizza mm. or Chicago Pizza, but like no one would ever trademark Boston, Austin, pizza. Texas Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Very what? Yeah. All right. So dumb. Anyway. They went to a real pizza place, took them out for beers, and Peter tried FaceTiming me because he wanted to, uh, uh, or WhatsApp video me, but because he, he's so proud when he hangs out with, with my high school friends because yeah. he loves he's to tell me friend. that, well, they're more my friends now. <laughs> I got your friends, you na-na-na-na type thing. And he's so proud that he's hanging out with them, uh, uh, you know, people his age, more or less, and... Um, so he tried to, he couldn't video me because my parents don't pay for video, like internet. Got it. He just has like text and talk and he can only do Wi-Fi. He didn't understand that. And so I just heard in the background vo- familiar voices. And I'm like, who are you with? Because he called me. Yeah. He's like, I, Graham, something's wrong with your phone. I tried to WhatsApp video you, but it, your phone won't work. The connection. And I was like, Hey, who are you with right now? And he's like, I'm trying to show you, which was super cute. Was try- you spoiled the surprise. Great. Yeah, so I had a hunch. So I I FaceTimed my buddy, Andrew, and sure enough, he was with there with Mike and Pete, and Peter was so proud. And it was very cute. And, uh, you know, my friends were talking about politics or whatever they were talking about. My brother was just tickled pink, just to be eating pizza in the background and Every once in a while, going like, once I got pushed off a snowbank. <laughs> Peter Crimpton pushed me off a snowbank in 2004. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, Peter, apologize. Peter's yeah. at the table. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Peter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Well, good. I think that's part of it. It just to be included. Let's no. See, yeah, something to do. It was great. It was great. He's a sweet boy. And um, there is no news. You know, it's tough with the pandemic. You, you know, each time we do this podcast, it's like, what's new with Peter? <sighs> <laughs> A lot of pressure. Yeah. But I did have something funny up with the aide was like, um, years ago, I took, JJ really likes the uh, the water. So years ago, probably, I don't know, six years ago, I took him on a cruise from... Not six, probably four. From uh, Stockholm to 
Tallinn, Tallinn, Estonia. Mm-hmm. And so his aide was like, uh, hey, do you want to take him on a cruise? Meanwhile, now I'm on cruises 40 weeks a year. And I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> I'm a week off. I don't want to be on another ship. Mm. So I think we're going to go to Norway. I was like, we could just drive over to Norway or something and do something. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I know he likes the water, but just the ships is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if I want to be on a ship any more than I already am. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. I get that. It's tough when you travel all the time and then you come home and you just want to sit down your loved and do ones nothing. want to yeah. go on trips. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to go on a trip? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do laundry yeah. and I'd buy like groceries. to catch up on some Wi Fi that yeah. works yeah. and uh, maybe yeah. watch a couple shows. Yeah. But you got to do it. You got to do you it. Because it's worth it, you know. Yeah. But I think he, he likes the water. So we could go see the water in Norway, too. Uh huh. Fjords of Norway, also very nice. Ooh. And then if he does a meltdown, we're not stuck on a ship. So. Oh, yeah. Did he have a meltdown? Um, I don't think so. I think it was pretty good that time. Yeah. You know, it's funny. When we went, we checked in, and, you know, like in, um, in, in ships, you get, like, little cabins, especially, like, this was a, I think it was a Viking line, but it was, a, again, Stockholm to Tallinn. So it's like a... F- it's like almost like a ferry because it's like I think it's like six hours of sailing. It's not that far. Mm. Maybe it's it's an overnight. I think so. You get there first thing in the morning. You go around Tallinn, and then anyway, you check into your little room, and they had like two little sets of bunk beds, and he loved it. He just like jumped in this little bed. There's like a little porthole. He's like looking out the window. That's He's got fun. his little videos. Yeah. Well, because he likes a lot of confined spaces. Like yeah. lots of like confined little like cozy f- fort kind of cozy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you really like the bottom bunk where he's like, eh. I love that too. Yeah. <laughs> you would love sailing, my friend. <laughs> I love being, I love little confined spaces. I don't know why. When I was a kid, I used to set up cereal boxes. Like, you know, my dad loved cereal and I would have kids cereal and whatever. And so I would, maybe I would also get like another cereal box, but I would make, I remember I would make I would build a little, little fort. little fort. No one could see me in there just eating cereal. <laughs> Wait, when was this? Like last winter? <laughs> when I go home for Christmas. Um, We've got a good article this week. We do have a good article. Grandma uh, found it, this one. Well, yeah, I found it. I did my. All right. We've got a crack team of researchers on the case. Named Kirk and Graham. Yep. Um, Kirk and Graham hastily before the podcast. But uh, <laughs> in between talks about basketball and show business and buying Graham a new car. And I need, I, well, I need Kirk to give me man advice about <laughs> finances and stuff. Uh, this is from. Do you want good uh, advice or cool advice? Cool uh, advice. Cool, cool advice. Trust your advice. Trust this your is gut. from Spectrum News. Ooh, cops are coming. Cops are coming. But we, you know, a lot of. We always say that. And then I listen to the podcast when you I'm editing it. it and you can't hear it. <laughs> There's a siren outside. Um, this is by Leto Sapunar, who is the author of this article for Spectrum News. Um, it begins uh, like this. Uh, Heidi Epstein had heard from parents in her community that ketamine might help her daughter, Hannah. Um, Hannah has Rett syndrome, a genetic neurodevelopmental condition that often involves autism traits. Hannah once knew about 150 words, but by the time she turned three, she had regressed and retained just a handful. Sounds familiar to most of you listening, I'm sure. She also developed fine motor issues and and, and anxiety, and she struggles with following complex directions. 
After Epstein heard rumors that ketamine could help manage these issues or even make her daughter verbal again, she longed to try it. When she scheduled Hannah for a routine dental procedure, she saw her chance. She asked if the staff could use ketamine to sedate Hannah. Ketamine's primary use for decades had been as an anesthetic. This is a dumb question. Was ketamine special K? Yes. Okay. I don't know why you asked me. Um <laughs> I think we I've both never, know I've, I've, I've never done it. Uh, but I I've, assume you've I've done heard it, but you're people. just more worldly than I am. Yeah. When Hannah woke from the procedure, she told her mother she... L- l- okay, get this. When Hannah woke from her procedure, she told her mother she loved her about 12 times Oof. with total clarity, Epstein says. But then after... Clinger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then after a day, it went away. Um... Both amazed by the experience and disappointed by how fleeting it was, Epstein wanted more. By the way, Kirk can make that joke. Uh, It's just a joke, obviously, people. Yeah. That's, anyway. Though our longtime listeners know why Kirk can make that joke. In the past decade or so, interest in ketamine as a therapeutic for a range of mental health issues has increased and hundreds of ketamine clinics have materialized across the United States. Experts say that ketamine, when administered properly, is a safe and well-studied, if not well-understood, drug. It blocks the N-methyl-D-aspirate NMDA receptor, putting it in a class of drugs called NMDA antagonists. And some clinicians and parents are in favor of using it to ease severe autism straits. Yet skeptical researchers and uh, and clinicians worry about the lack of evidence for its effectiveness. And these skeptics are also concerned about the vulnerable people viewing ketamine as a magic bullet, which is definitely something we should highlight as, uh, you know, posts of the Autastic Podcast. We're not trying to say that there's like this magic bullet out here. And if you give your kids, they will no longer have autism. But we felt like Kirk and I discussed before the podcast that it's, if you don't know about it, it's something to at least Google. Anyway, continuing on with the, with the article. There is evidence for ketamine's role in treating depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, anxiety, and obsessive-compulsive disorder. Ketamine's approval for anesthetic came in 1970, so it's an old drug. Um, the use of ketamine for mental health conditions has increased dramatically since researchers in the early 2000s found that it could act as an antidepressant. Ketamine clinics began to crop up in 2010s and in the past six years have gone from a handful of well over to well over 500, primarily for treating depression, pain, anxiety, PTSD, says Patrick Sullivan, a physician and medical director at Initia Nova Medical Solutions, a ketamine clinic in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Ketamine is now off patent and private practices can prescribe it as they see fit. Some do, but researchers and prescribers agree there is not enough evidence that ketamine will benefit an autistic person to recommend it as uh, therapeutic. A handful of studies over the, over the years have uh, investigated ketamine's potential effect on people with autism beginning in 1989 with a study that found ketamine seemed to lessen traits of the condition. So there is theoretical basis for looking at ketamine as a potential treatment. 
though Bernard Crespi, an evolutionary biologist interested in social behavior in humans and research chair at Simon Fraser University in Burnaby, Canada, stresses that in the broad spectrum of autism, it's likely to benefit only a small subset of people. Uh, Ashraf Hanna, a Florida-based anesthesiologist focused on pain management, began administering ketamine off-label mainly for conditions such as complex regional pain syndrome and fibromyalgia around 2010. Hanna has since broadened to try ketamine in a range of neurodegenerative diseases such as amyotrophic lateral sclerosis and multiple sclerosis. He estimates that he has administered more than 18,000 infusions in part because he is one of the fewest providers, U.S. providers, uh, who take insurance for ketamine treatments. He believes ketamine can help with autism traits and with Alzheimer's, and his website says as much, though he has not knowingly given ketamine to treat those conditions, he says. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work, says Ashrahana. I have not had any major side effects. But his experience has led him to believe previous clinical trials looking at autism traits don't use high enough dosage over a long enough interval. One theory around ketamine's benefits in depression and other conditions is that it reduces inflammation in the brain. If that's the case, you'd need to continuously bombard the brain over days to reduce this inflammation, Hannah says. This is possible, he says, because of ketamine's track record for safety. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work, he says. Um, the lack of side effects is partially why parents such as Heidi Epstein are willing to consider ketamine. She heard about an upcoming clinical trial using ketamine funded by the uh, Bet Syndrome Research Trust and wanted to enroll Hannah, but in the years that the study took to get rolling, Hannah turned 14 and aged out of the target demographic. Epstein thought the next best thing, a doctor who had prescribed the same course of ketamine for Hannah and followed the trial protocol. She eventually located a doctor who agreed to prescribe ketamine to Hannah. But this time it didn't work. Even after a few more doses in May and September in 2021, there was no blooming of Hannah's language and there had as there had been at the dentist's office. Still, Hannah seemed to be better at using cutlery and appeared to be less anxious and more capable of following two-step directions. These improvements were themselves small gifts. When you have a child that's never done that before, Epstein says, the clinical tri uh, trial for Rett syndrome that Epstein had hoped to enroll Hannah in has finished, but results and the results of a different trial for ketamine and ADNP syndrome, a leading genetic cause of autism, have not been published yet. One double-blind trial published in 2020 did focus on people with idiopathic autism, following 21 people in at Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center in Ohio, but the study had null results. It also used uh, intran intranasal ketamine, which we know doesn't work as well, says Allison Wells, an anesthesiologist and head of Lone Star Infusion Ketamine Clinic in Houston, Texas, who has not involved in the study. It is an unpublished controlled trial testing ketamine in children with ADNP syndrome, 
preliminary results have suggested ketamine can raise ADNP levels, but the trial conducted at the Incon School of Medical Mount Sinai in New York featured only 10 participants. Um, one of the investigators on that study, Ana Kosich, an associate professor in research at Mount Sinai who studies drugs with the potential to treat autism traits, is cautious about the near future of ketamine as a therapeutic. I cannot empathize enough with the importance of controlled, or sorry, emphasize, I cannot emphasize enough uh, the, the importance of controlled clinical trials, Kostich says. Parents and people with autism should rely only on clinical evidence and regulatory agency approvals, she says. She acknowledges that the hype around unproven compounds, especially in the field of autism, exits because the need for new therapies is so great. Wells understands this too. In a vacuum for new therapies, ketamine is the new shiny thing to try, she says, but notes that there are unknown risks. I think I'm more on that side. Yeah. Well, let's uh, finish out the article here. Um, Epstein tried another round of ketamine treatments for Hannah in January of this year. It was worth another attempt, she thought, since she didn't have to worry about major negative side effects and because there was so little else out there. She says she may have reached the limit of what ketamine can do for her daughter, but Hannah has had small victories through the therapy. So far, I haven't noticed any improvements, uh, Epstein says, but she's holding on to the gain she made. End of article. I skipped a little bit at the end because I could feel <laughs> you guys falling asleep. By you guys, you mean Kirk? Kirk. And Nathaniel? Um, That's my middle name. Oh, yeah? Um, Yeah, I lean more towards a middle lady where she's like, I don't know. It seems a bit dicey for me right now. I don't feel like there's enough research dedicated to this for me to unequivocally recommend it for my son. Sure. But... Clinical trials are ongoing. Yes. Different, they're trying different doses. Yes. And that's... Uh, and it's something to keep an eye on because, I mean, this is anecdotal, but that woman, Epstein, gave it, you know, her daughter had it at the dentist and then could say, I love you. Different so, Epstein, yeah. Yeah. So, it, something. Um, anyway, did we do another episode? We did it. We've got 10 minutes for you to tell us where you're going to be on the road the next few weeks. Kirk, I don't appreciate your tone. <laughs> I absolutely do not appreciate your tone. You catch me on a ship if you're yeah. on a ship the next yeah, yeah. few weeks. I'm on the Dream, then the Vista. I don't even know. Yeah, people are going to go on a ship <laughs> to see your comedy. In fairness, there if is... If they're already on the ship, then they, they know you're there. There's a Facebook group dedicated to fans of comedy, but they're not looking for me. But they're looking for to see which comics are on that week. Yeah, there is some, some comics have developed a following there. Oh, really? On Carnival specifically. Okay. Yeah. They've been on Carnival for 20, 25 years. I take it back. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely not uh, not there yet, which I'm not sure if I ever want to be there. Where am I? Yeah. yeah some girl posted a picture of me and goes, this is my favorite boat comic. And I had to tell her, that's not really a compliment, but thanks. Don't worry. <laughs> just, just take the compliment. Um, I'm going to be performing, headlining at the Looney Bin in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hot dog. Uh, August 4th, 5th, and 6th. I'm also going to be headlining at the Looney Bin in Oklahoma City, OKC, um, August 11th, 12th, and 13th. So come see me. 
That's it, guys. We'd appreciate a rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts and Patreon, Podbeam, or wherever you review. Those reviews really help move our numbers. And uh, give us money. P A T R E O N slash Autastic. Uh, that is how you donate. Uh, you can donate a dollar. You can donate five dollars an episode. You can uh, cancel any time. You can do a one-time donation. You can uh, subscribe, which we would appreciate. And um, it truly helps us we don't get paid for this we don't do advertising you know so anyway thanks very much that's it guys have a great week you can do it